Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Conscious Parenting. And today we're missing Elle, but um, she's going to join us uh, hopefully next month. Uh, she had to, she had actually, um, she was a judge for uh, elections. She was an election judge today. So um, we excused her. So she's not going to be here until next month. But uh, I have the other fabulous moms here, Angelique, Hillary, and Diana. And today, we the topic that I picked or we all picked for you guys was, um, first of all, to share with you what each of our concept is, what a mom is, what a parent is, and what we think. And um, also going from there to the concept that, um, you know, everybody's life is a gift. We come here, this life for all of us is a gift, but I think more so for uh, parents and moms in particular, um, we birth the child and we give them that gift of life, but then we try to grab onto them, hold on to it, control it in uh, you know, out of fear, out of worry, out of all those things that moms do. It's like, ah! And, um, and at some point we got to uh, let go and gift them back their lives and say, here you go, it's your life, it's not mine. And what does that look like? And some of us, I think, um, you know, most people look at it as, um, you know, they have until high school, to um, get there and then after that they can let go some parents never fully let go um, and some like I had to do recently was to um, learn to let go much sooner right before he's entering high school um, again God bless him he always pushes me to you know Hey mom, you you're, you're sitting idle. Let me give you something. You know, you don't. You look like you need a challenge, mom. Here you go. How about this one? So um, that's where I am, and um, yeah, it was a it was a good uh, thing to get back to me and realize all that. So the first thing, I guess, um, for me, I'll go ahead and start the conversation of what I think uh, mom and a parent is, uh, what I've come to learn is um, truly, I think it's a gift for us, as well as, like I said, gift, giving birth and bringing, uh, creating life. And um, also being able to realize that um, we're here just to guide and give them the basics and then let go and freeform. And again, like, here's yours, here you are. And um, I think part of the other challenge why I picked this topic um, is... I, I've had a couple of clients and recently uh, um, someone that I know, a friend, that um, their child passed away. And um, and I think all of them, actually, it's interesting, most of the, even the clients that came, um, the kids are in their like 19, 20, 21 range. 
And I think um, that's another challenge that what, what happens, what we face when something like that happens to us. And that's why it made me think, you know, um, what is our function as a parent, as a mom, especially in those situations when they come come about what happens to our lives. So um, here you go. That was my two cents. And now I'm passing it on. Where should we go? I'm going to go down this time. Hillary. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. Um, that's a really. What would you like to share? Yeah. Well, I was just, that's a really heavy. I, I think there's a lot more of that losing children right now, mm -hmm. um, young adults. Um, so, a role as mom and parent, um, I think it wasn't honestly a, until I started working with you, too, said that I fully grasped the concept of, you know, I, I, helped kind of get you here in your form. Um, but the, the journey is yours and mm -hmm. I'm here to support you and hold your hand when you need it and offer advice or guidance. Um, and also to provide some rules and, and raise you to be, you know, a good member of society, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, kind and loving and, and all the things that, you know, that my family, that our small family want to instill. And I know other families operate differently. Um, I struggle a lot with knowing where to let go. Um, the advice I was given from um, his therapist was if it's something that's going to put him in danger and the fact that his brain is not fully developed here at, mm -hmm. at you know, age um, 16, then it is my responsibility to step in because I have certainly yeah. been on the planet longer. So um, just working through, it's not as cut and dry as you would think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And for each kid is different. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're kids I've seen, um, you know, just among I compare, you know, a lot of kids come and go through our house and I see them. There's some that really they're, I, I call them no stress. Like they're, they wouldn't do anything that you deem dangerous. Like they're, they're easygoing, just like a coasting. And there's some that they're like, oh, you know, you just go. Like one of them being Ilya, every time, where is this, where is this going? Um, yeah, they're all different. So that danger, the danger zone for each one, I guess even the one that I consider coasting maybe to the parents, they probably um, have some danger zones that they worry about. Opposite of what I would consider, yeah. All right, Diana. Mm, I thought you were going cat corner. Um, no, no, no. I'm going this way. <laughs> um, I, I, I love what Hillary just said. Um, I'm getting to live this out loud um, as Elijah is now 18 and going out on his own. And he is teaching in his way, more like insisting on what the line is. Because <laughs> when I cross the line, a loud alarm goes up, you know, like swap. <laughs> um, in a, you know, in a, I used to, I used to try to figure it out. Now I realize that I'm trying to figure out me, right? I mean, that's really what this conversation is when we talk about, you know, ourselves as mothers, as parents, you know, so much of what we're taught is it's about the kid. It's about, you know, 
what are we going to do for them? What do they need them to teach us? You know, what do we need to teach them? But it's, even though we talk about it that way, it's really about us. It's about our insecurities. It's about um, our need for control. Yes, we want them to be safe because we love them. We brought them here. We certainly don't want them to leave here early. Our definition of early, not the universe of gods, by the way, right? And um, something Atusa sent me recently was this little film clip that and she sent it for to kind of reinforce messages for my child. But the message was about living your authentic life. And the guy basically said he'd rather, for him, I'm not saying this is the case for everybody, he would rather take a very short, authentic life over a long one that is forced upon him, make, you know, where he's not forced, where he's not able to choose his expression and choose his life experience. So um, that's a little hard for me because I, I feel like as a parent, our job is to get them to well beyond when we leave here and into the hundreds if we can. Mm -hmm. So that has been a big part besides, in addition to teaching, but that's the thing you worry about, those safety issues. And they can, it's, it's in some sense, when we talk about the kids that you see the need in, at least you see the need, right? It's the worries that pop up in the kids that you may not see it in, right? You don't have the physical cues. You may not have the emotional cues. And still things happen, accidents happen. Life happens and they are promised to us for a time. And some of my friends, I bless them, have only had a very you know, short time with their children. And even as a mom at 80, who loses a child at 50, it's still not enough. So I'm a bit emotional about it. I think just at this time in particular, thinking about that and when I wanted to become a mom and when I wanted to get married, that was like, I'm realizing these days, that really was my life dream. My life purpose was to be a mom, to have a family that's mine, built the way I would choose to express myself. So the thought of losing any aspect of that is surreal. Um, so I can't even begin to imagine what mothers who have lost, either through physical or through choosing or through any other situation. Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is when I put that wish forth, I said, just a day. If I did at 35, I was saying just a day. Like if I could just have a day. But now that I have those things, I'm like, you know, F that. So there's a, there's a wonderful value of appreciation and gratitude. And um, I probably way overspent my time. But it's just uh, I can appreciate that I've had 18 years and however many days that represents and I'm looking to have a lot more but that's that's my biggest fear and um, I think if I could just be present back to Hillary's definition uh, as long as he's safe then everything else goes sorry guys anyway <laughs> yeah you're good you're good Angelique your definition, being a mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I would use a lot of P words. Um, you, you said present, Deanna, just now. Mm -hmm. And all these P words started popping up all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So as a mom, I try not to project. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I try not to project my insecurities, my worries, my angst onto my daughter who's 13 um, so that she has a safe space to be herself. Um, I want my daughter to have a personal experience. So in order for her to have her own personal experience, for me to um, respect her personal space, <laughs> I need to give guidance, but also pull back. And again, pulling back on and not being a projector. So understanding that every human has their own personal experience. They see things through their perspective <laughs> and through their lens. Um, you know, we all use a lot of different words, you know, safety, you know, making sure that they're okay and guidance. And, and if I could put that into one word is as mothers, we are protectors. Ooh. We just want to protect <laughs> and wrap around our children. Um, we definitely do want the best for them. We don't want them to stray away. We, we want to protect them. We think of you know, when we have a list of like mom and all the adjectives around mom and all the adjectives around dad, we say dads are, you know, the protector and the provider. That's another P word. <laughs> so I feel that as moms and, you know, I'm a, uh, I want to say a single woman who's a parent <laughs> because her father is so involved. I, I see myself as a protector and a provider for my daughter. Mm. Um, and I see that as a role of us as moms. <laughs> so um, I know I threw out a lot of P words. <laughs> just no, as I was thinking of them. The alliteration. But, no, um, great P words. Yeah, yeah. So again, um, I don't want to project anything on of, of myself onto my daughter. Um, I want her, as well as, again, every single human to have their personal experience and to respect that. Mm. Um, and then just to be a provider and protector over my baby girl. And again, trusting that I did what I did and could what I could so that when she does enter into the world, not at 18, but when she just goes to school, I mean, that's entering into the world without me <laughs> or when she goes to her friend's house that she's making very smart decisions and choices, um, based upon, um, you know, just the guidance and the guardrails that I set up, but allow her to freely move within those. Yeah. Um, I think part of it um, is that finding that balance between protector and not projecting, though, because when yeah. the protector comes, a lot of times it's our fears. That, exactly. You know, that yep. we want to go protect. So again, do do I want to project this fear on them? Um, because it is we, um, and I notice th- we see a little bit differently again because of our own experiences. Because you know we've lived a longer life, whatever. So we co- quite not seeing it through their lens, but a different lens. And so it's where do we find that balance to? And it is partly letting go and trusting the world and the universe that, you know, I got to trust he's, he, she is here for the life that they're here, however long that is. And that whatever that entails, all I can do is guide and 
step back and, you know, there's some points that we do protect and we come. I mean, I always ask Ilya, he knows he's like, mom, you know, I got, I know you got my back because God help whoever comes after me, you know, you're going to be there. But again, that's a different kind of protection than going in there, um, always trying to make sure no harm comes to him because it's out there and he has to live that life and it has to come and see him just like it's it saw me i had those experiences if he's meant to have it um he's gonna have it so i think for me i find out i i with the projection what you said i like that it's like if it's my fear, I try to say, okay, that I need to go hands off. I need to trust. I need to hands off. But if it's a real safety issue, um, it's a different scenario like what Hillary was saying. Because safety becomes, is he going to harm himself? Is he, because these are real things, you know, kids get into... Um, they're, they're going to have so they get into situations in their lives or parts during the parts of their life that they have so much emotions going on, so much going on in their lives at school, bullying, whatever is going on, that that safety becomes, are they going to harm themselves? Are they going to harm somebody else? Are they going to harm me? And that's where the safety comes in, but not so much the, you know, I have this fear, let me go protect so i'm curious to hear because I, I i too love what angelique said and i'm curious to hear the your choice of p words were was phenomenal a p that doesn't sound like a p but that said i i, I love what you said about the projection and and, and tying it in with what atusa is saying my challenge it's like so even with safety and projection i can lose sight of the line so i'm curious Angelique, since you have seem to have a wonderfully open space that you give your child, something that I think I'm you know just now getting to. I'm not saying I was an overbearing parent by a long shot, especially according to African American community traditional old school stuff. Right, right. You know, so I just need to put that out there. But they would call me the loose one, you know. That said, um, you know, how do you do that if you are the it's when you can't distinguish safety from protection because there's imagined fear and then there's what you what you know your child to be surrounded by that they may not be in, but you, you get what I'm like, how how do you do that? Oh, it's it's hard and I'm trying to still figure it out. And you you know, you said something amazing earlier in that it's it's not so much on the child, it's it's more a reflection within us. So I'm thinking of how do I approach different situation? How can I word it so that it's relatable to a 13 year old, not to inject fear, fear, fear into her, like the news. It feels like they feed us with fear and then sell us a product. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Hey, we have a solution for this. <laughs> and I don't want to do that with my daughter and like feed her with fear, but then give her the solution. I would like to say, Hey, this is what's kind of going on in our world. Let's talk through this. You kind of see the difference yep. in how the delivery is. Yeah, yeah no, that's okay. Okay. 
No, I keep going. I just want to know that solution. Okay, yeah, I don't want to, again, gosh, I, again, using that news feed and then market to sell. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't always want to provide a solution. Although as parents, we do want to give the advice, the wisdom, the recommendations, because we have, you know, more time on earth and more experiences to pull from, but allow them to talk through it. So again, you respecting their, their perspective and their perception mm. from their lens and then say, Hey, you know, I remember when I was 13, yeah, times are a little different, but I remember when I was that age and that's how I kind of approached it, but I approached it this other way too. But you 13 year old in 2022, you have exposure to more social media, more technology, more this and more that. So you tell me what's going on in a 13 year old world mm -hmm. and how can we work through so that we could have, um, so that you feel safe. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe not in those exact words, but you know, let's talk through this and come to a solution together. I don't want to say it's like a partnership with your kids, <laughs> but it's like really having a relationship with your kids and really like, not those I'm here, you're here, I'm telling you. It's more of a partnership and a collaboration yeah. with your child. Yeah. yeah. Hillary. I like that. Oh, I'm just listening. What are your thoughts? I've I've been doing it all wrong. You have not. <laughs> it's funny because when you talked about um Angelique about uh not projecting your your fears. I immediately like 400 references of me projecting my fears just tumbled right into my brain. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Wow, he's 16. Maybe I can start now. Hey, at any time you start, it's a good time to start. Don't worry about it. Yep, so I'm starting today, so thank you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I do share a lot of my personal experiences, or I will project my fears uh, quite eloquently. And then I'll say, I'm just saying this because this is what I've experienced. So. But that is different than projecting your fears though. Be and because I've had similar conversations with Ilya, I say, okay, from my view, from where I'm sitting, this is what I'm seeing. This is, and it is my fear. Um, and I'm not telling you don't do this. I'm just telling you, you know, this is what I see. And I could be totally wrong. Um, so I think that's different than projecting yeah. your fears. I would say projecting your fears is when you go in guns blazing that like, because you are fearing something, then you try to grab and control and say, you know, thou shalt not, you know. I do that too. Yeah, You do? Yeah. But okay. that's, is that for safety? <laughs> is that for safety? Or do you go and just like, well, I, part of it is, I think, um, situationally driven in that um, when he was 12, we had a health scare and then, you know, a school shooting. And, you know, so now there's like this hyper vigilance coming yeah. in the world um, that, I mean, even th things like, um, please wear your suntan lotion because remember your grandmother, she got melanoma. And then <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a. Anyway, starting today, thank you, Angelique. <laughs> yes, yes, no. You need to chill more. I let do. go, let go, let go.
I do. Should I bring in the wine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to suggest it's time for wine. No, because at some point, and that's, I think, the biggest um, lesson for everybody is, um, and I, I did bring, it, you know, some heaviness into it with the clients and people I know that they've lost their kids because um, I, I think we do have to just enjoy the time we have with them because we don't know when our time is going to end. We don't know when their time is going to end. And also part of that is that experience and exchange that we can have together. And what does that look like together if you're communicating and um, letting them go and live their lives to a point, again, as long as, you know, those safety things, I think, are met that, you know, they're not harming themselves. They're not going to harm somebody else. Physical harm to themselves, physical harm to someone else um, or you. And um, then from that space, okay, you know, I, I, I'm let's play with this. And every day I think it's a play. It's like, let's play with this. Where, what are we molding today? What are we doing today? Because as, you know, we are changing, you know, Diana mentioned this, you know, it is a, they're here also to teach us and show us ourselves and what, you know, our triggers and, you know, to your point, what, you know, what am I, what are my fears? And at the same time, we are, uh, we are changing, releasing and healing. And as we're doing that, they are doing that as well so each new day coming together and seeing hey i'm a new person you're a new person so where do we go from here what do we need how does this look like today yeah because it truly i mean i've I've seen it with Ilya's. like every day i look at him um and just even recently i mean um he went through so much and um, I like to pat myself on the shoulder too from like my, I, I released my stuff and the generational stuff that came with me and did a lot of healing work on him and through him for his father even. And now like all of a sudden, you know, they went from a period of, really no relationship or uh, uh, uncomfortable relationship to now like I'm just like wow he's got a good relationship with his dad now I mean like he actually enjoys the time and they chit chat and do things and um, it just shifted so I I cannot and that's the reason I'm like I cannot look at this kid and say hey you're the kid from yesterday or a month before so every day um i think for all of us the, the challenge is to remind ourselves i'm a new person this is a new person where do we go from here and and i think it's beautiful i mean to put a put a pin in that point around they are changing we're changing and everything around them is changing mm-hmm. and 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 we can't help in in that protective mode to say, well, that corner was dangerous 10 years ago. You know, it's sure as hell must be dangerous <laughs> right now, you know, without being able to see something different. 
and something different from the lens of where they are. And the the the, the really fine point, Angelique, I got to give you some depth today because you. Oh. Know, <laughs> I was feeding up of everyone else. That's what no, you get for going last. I've gotten something from everybody, that, which yeah. is always the case on this. I'm like, notes. Can we take notes and still be on camera? Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, though, there was a subtlety that I, I just heard, really heard for the first time. When you said, you start with, what are you experiencing? What are you seeing? What are your fears? What is your perception? Mm -hmm. Oh, sweetie, you know, like even crossing the street, right? We taught them, oh, go to the street, look left, left, look right, look left again and cross. But, you know, never have I ever, and I don't, it's not ever, ever, right? I mean, it's, who's a nose, not ever, ever. But at the end of the day, I don't start with that. Like, yeah. what is your, I'm doing it now because of that magic number. But as you pointed out, it can start at 13, it can start at two. Mm -hmm. Of what is your perception first? I'm, I'm not saying I don't go there, but I start with my story, what happened to me back yeah. when I was two and how I almost got hit by a car and how I'm trying to save you from the same fate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then maybe depending on how egregious or serious or scary the situation is, then maybe I might elicit now, what do you think about that? About what I said, right? And about mm -hmm. what's going on. <laughs> Not, it because so a friend recently advised me, it was a beautiful, the best advice, and I didn't fully understand it till this moment. You're going to start every, this is what you're going to do. This is what, this is what you're going to do. You're going to start <laughs> being his friend. Now, friend, especially we talking about parent friend, yes. he's into <laughs> danger mode. So I was like, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> but what he meant, well, I said, you got to describe what he meant was, he said, you are going to listen to everything he says, and you're not going to crack your mouth to share an opinion until you've heard what he's trying to tell you about his circumstances mm -hmm. and the situation and the choices that he's trying to figure out and make. And that still wasn't clear to me, by the way, <laughs> until this a couple of weeks ago, until this moment that, oh, that's not a secondary place. We can start with that. We can start with that. And then Active listening. Right, Active listening. Right. Yeah. And then but then from that place we can share ourselves in a more direct, pointed way that is accretive and additive. Mm -hmm. and, and and based off of where they are versus where we've been. So when we try to figure out that line between I'm scared out my wits in and I'm snatching mm -hmm. you off the curb, you know, um, if there's time for that conversation, right, then yeah. then it's maybe not as it still can be a very dire situation. Yeah, we could be coming at it from a different way. So that's that's the subtle thing I got. Yeah, I'm thank you. And we don't have to wait for a situation to have these conversations. It could just be, you know, a drive to mm. Chick-fil-A and, and and you just you said something right there about we're not our kids' friends, but how can I put this? Think think of when you have a conversation with your friend. That's you don't have to wait for a situation to have a conversation with a friend. You just have a conversation. Right. It's a relationship with the kids. Right. And um, we don't have to wait for something to happen in order to have that talk. Honestly, it's probably best received when 
the situation's not even present. <laughs> um, and and going back to our friendships and you know then translating it to our kids. Think of when we do talk to a friend of ours or a coworker. Matter of fact, coworkers. When you go back into the office after a weekend, you know you you say something, and then that coworker just cuts in and just says, "Well, I did this, and I did that, and I recommend this, and I recommend," and they completely disregard everything that you may have asked or said or anything. It becomes all about me, 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 and you tune them out. And I think we do that sometimes with our kids. They may mm-hmm. say one thing or ask one thing or, you know, one sentence. And then we do an I dump. Mm-hmm. Well, I do this. And my recommendation is this. And here's a solution for this. Mm-hmm. The kid's checking out. Yeah. I mean, we, we do this with our peers, but kids will do this with us. And if they ask something... I want to say, like, ask a question with a question, and that's how active listening starts to happen. And there's a change in dialogue. And then after, and again, Deanna, going back to, um, you know, actually listening to them and hearing their perspective is letting them just talk and vent. And sometimes they may go off the rails, but sometimes when they go off the rails, they're actually getting to the core of the issue. Let them go off the rails. Don't don't cut them off. Let them go off the rails because somewhere in that, is really the underlying issue. And then we can have a conversation about that. It's it's hard sometimes because my my the flip of the switch is, Lord, my child is listening to me. And I got five minutes. <laughs> if that. <laughs> um, but I, what you say, you know, really hits home of yeah. when we're present and let it unfold. And I've seen that happen with Elijah even before now. I just don't think I recognize the difference that when we actually let it unfold, even if it unfolds for five minutes and I'm not the one, the magic one who has to bring the solution, yep. right? Um, I, I have seen it go places that I was totally surprised at and, and receive information that I would not have otherwise gotten if I just hadn't been willing to be present, even in my discomfort. Just yes. because. Yeah. Here's that and just, word again, present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just like us, you know, when you... Um, talk to a friend and you just say, Hey, I want to vent. I want to just project what I'm all the stuff that's going on inside. When you're talking, you get to see and get your own solution, get your own, what you were looking for. For the kids is the same thing. I mean, I find that with Ilya, sometimes he comes and says, I just want to vent. And and then he starts pacing back and forth and talking and talking and talking. And I'm just sitting there. And then at the end of that conversation, he's like, okay, now I see, you know, then he gets to a place that he sees himself. And then he goes, he's like, okay, that was a good conversation. I didn't need to do anything. Right. So, yeah, let's have more of these. I'll work yourself out. Yeah. Hillary, last points, last comments. Anything else you want to share, bring about? I don't. I actually have to go pick up the little bugger who still doesn't have his license. Go. Soon, soon. Get ready for that. I know, I know, I know. But um, thank you all. This is always, I just, I learn a ton. So do I, Hillary. So do I. Yeah. From you girl really i love you girls ladies love thank you. you thank you thank you, thank you, thank you hillary thank you, go thank run you. run hillary i will bye bye, bye. <laughs>